Hello, everyone. I am Brandon Liu, Brandon Liu, and with me, Alicia, and we are in the belly of the beast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode one of Belly of the Beast. Ba-bam. There needs to be a sound effect there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think ba-bam works. I, I ba-bam for too many things. Yeah, oh, okay. Ba-bam. <laughs> we'll work on that. We'll see uh, w- which uh, maybe sound effects works best. Yeah, maybe that's my like lame phrase that pays. Maybe I should just splice random sound effects into this episode. <laughs> People fucking know that. Like, oh, clown horn. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe some uh, some monster roaring will work. Some Ooh. some some panic in the I didn't streets. Even think about that. <laughs> mm, maybe like a roar or like a yeah, yawn yeah, yeah. sound effect. Like you're going into a mouth. Something. Belly of the Beast is a project that we've been working on oh, for God. quite some time. There have been discussions. Yeah. There's been conversation. Yeah. There have been plans and blueprints being drawn, and it's finally coming to fruition right now. There have been many uh, cool dates that we have not been able to talk to you about. Yes. Like our Hobbit breakfast that went bad. And, and, and maybe one day we'll have an episode dedicated to that. Yeah. The, 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 the one that got away. Yo, the <laughs> one that got away. I would love that. We need to talk about that. Like, side eye, but okay. So, but but uh, what Belly of the Beast <laughs> is, we a lot of people that we went to school with. Um, I guess we should introduce ourselves. Yeah, you go first. Yes. You, you started this. You brought it up. Yes. It's you. Yes. So so, mm. I am Brandon. Uh, I've worked on podcasts before uh, with Comicsverse. I have been on YouTube shows. Oh God, he's um, experienced. Uh, I should have gone first. I'm the scrub here. Carry oh, on. No, no, no. And, nope. and I'm a theater major, and it was at, uh, it was it was while at my time in school, my collegiate career. Oh God, that I, not his collegiate career. <laughs> that uh, I met Alicia. Oh. And we've often talked about hosting a show together. But what would it be? You know, would it be theater stuff? Probably not. God. It's like, would it be nerdy stuff? Like, because you and I are both nerds, but we're not like the same type of nerd. We're we nerdy nerd differently. Like, I'm more into like video games and puzzles and puzzles anger you. <laughs> <laughs> It'll legitimately make me angry. Oh my God, they anger him. Like, you should like watching him play puzzle games is so amusing. Like, he gets pink in areas. He's just mad. <laughs> So I had to think about what is something that we both commonly share that we both get excited and happy about and really just as a couple just unite our joy just unites because we together. are a couple. Yeah, yeah. And uh don't if, miss if, that. If you, yes. I'm waggling my eyebrows very theatrically. <laughs> you can't see it because this is a podcast, but no. And what the thing that brings us uh, a mutual joy is food. We oh both my God, we're going to get fat. <laughs> this is it. We both really enjoy food. Uh, you know, it's not just uh, uh, going out and for, for dating's sake, we, we go out and eat because we enjoy fine dining and, and eating and exploring new places and right. trying new foods. And um, I am the fetching butter-like voice on the other side of this podcast. I am Alicia. Um, if you follow my other podcast, The Flip Side, you also know me as Side A. I'm also a theater major. Again, we met in CCNY City College. That was our alma mater. Oh. And 
I wanted to do something with this guy. This, in addition to being my my love partner, he's also one of <laughs> <Love> my partner. <laughs> he's also one of my best friends, and so yes, cutie awing. Thank you. And so, <laughs> um, this is this is just like our brainchild. This is totally his idea. I'm pretty much just his sound guy and the person who's gonna come up with the cool graphics. So stay tuned <laughs> for those. Um, yeah. So we're getting to launch this now, and um, as we're recording, we are currently in the month of June, and I think it's a perfect month. It wasn't planned that we would be recording our first episode in June. It's just the way it turned out, but I couldn't be happier because June has a lot of reasons to celebrate. Uh, the Puerto Rican Day Parade, you know, I, I, we're here in New York. He's so Puerto we, Rican. And I am Puerto Rican, so we got <laughs> the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Uh, the Juneteenth just passed. Father's Day just didn't passed. The, didn't the, wasn't the Pickle Festival recently? No, I don't think the Pickle Festival was recent. <laughs> what? Uh, am, I, am I too late? I think you're too early. <laughs> you're looking forward to the pickle festival alicia doesn't even like pickles yeah and like i thought it had passed like i don't no. know june has plenty of reasons to celebrate that wasn't one of them but <laughs> well, i don't like pickles anyway so uh, fuck that it, 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 it's pride month um, yes happy pride to my freaking gays and, and and so we we have a lot of reasons to celebrate in june and it's also I think something that we just learned from like childhood. It's summertime, you know, graduation summer, passed summer, or school just time. ended. It, it's, it's summertime and that alone is a reason to celebrate. So we wanted to eat somewhere that really we could like celebrate the, the feeling and the sensation of summertime. And so for our first dining experience, we went to Victor's Cafe in uh, the theater district. Oh, my God. Okay. So first and foremost, the visuals in Victor's Cafe. Ah, if the minds could orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it would have. Like, it was so tropical. Like, it felt like being royalty in El Dorado. They had these mechanized, what looked like, palm fronds and they were fanning back and forth like slowly i definitely took a video of that because it's like oh i'm just being bound i felt like a bouncy bitch going there it was very nice they had live music yeah it, it almost feel like feels like you teleported because outside of the restaurant just dirty this, ass new york city yeah and there's this huge line because there's like a new share musical Oh my God, the Cher music. And it's right by, the theater is right by the restaurant. Cher. And so there's just a huge line just outside. And then as soon as you walk in, it's like New York disappears. And you're in the tropics. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else it reminds the me of? The air-conditioned tropics where it's perfect. The, the restaurant itself has multiple spaces. They have uh, a bar to one side and uh, an earlier seating area, like, almost as soon as you walk in because there's like a lobby with some seating but when you actually step into the interior so it's much greenery the building almost opens up it reminded me of going to the cloisters a little bit mm. because it just the ceiling raised the lights got brighter the the palm trees and, and just so much green it really was like teleporting into another place a cuban place <laughs> 
A Cuban place. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I, we had to fight our way in. That line really was, people were, people are excited about Cher. That's really what I have to say about this. So, Victor's Cafe is located at 236 West 52nd Street. And it's a family-owned restaurant that has been in New York City since 1963. Jumping into the fun, fun stuff, and you can see why it's still around, because the food there was impeccable. Magnifique. I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> it, it was really an experience going in there. And I just, I just remember being seated and having difficulty being able to order. Oh, my God. Having such difficulty being able to order. So, sidebar, this man sent me the menu for this place way hours before we got there. And we could not figure out what to order before we got there. We needed 20 minutes figuring out what to order once we arrived. And I literally want to go back and taste every single thing on the menu. It was that good. There is nothing that passed through my lips that I was just like, Ugh, could pass on this. What was this? Not like the time when I got the broccoli rob pizza. In Fumo, that was a disaster. I hated, I hate Broccoli Rob. I discovered that that day. Broccoli Rob is not okay. Gross. And it just really shouldn't be consumed by anyone, is my major point here. So, <laughs> focusing on the lovely menu that was um, had at Victor's Cafe. So, we went for brunch. Um, we are a brunching folk. You will learn this about us. We love a good brunch. Yeah, this is true. We've been to a couple brunches. And that said, this might be the first time I went to a a Latin spot for my brunch, though. We need to go to way more Latin spots for the brunch. We need to go to Spanish folks for all of our food needs. People who use adobo know what's up. (laughs) As a black woman, I have incorporated adobo into my cooking process because I discovered, get this, it's just a time saver. It's the same onion powder, garlic powder, salt, and pepper we've been using. It's just all together. Black people, adobo. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what I like about it, though, it's hard for me to go to a lot of brunch spots because uh, uh, half that menu, of course, is going to be more breakfasty. And when, as Americans, we think of, or maybe as New Yorkers, I'm not sure if it's entirely a United States thing, but I know as New Yorkers, it feels like um, our brunch options are going to be very egg heavy. Oh my God, he doesn't like eggs is yeah. why this is surfacing. This man likes brunch and does not want your egg dish. No, I really don't. It, it's, it's, uh, I we can, need more breakfast options for people like that. And, and, and that's a shame. Like, you know, it, we could go to a place and the only option I can have might be like uh, chicken and waffles. Unless someone somehow finds a way to throw an egg on my damn waffles. Which and it's like, why would do. you do that? Why would you do that to me? But, you know, I digress. In the Latin spot, <laughs> they Yo, did so much. In the Latin spot, uh, uh, or, or should I say uh, Victor's Cafe, uh, the only egg dish that I saw there was a uh, Cuban uh, frittata, which I was interested in. Because I likes do frittatas. like a frittata, and I do like omelet. Fried egg is great. You know, just fry it up, and I, it won't taste like egg to me. <laughs> I don't want your sunny side, nothing. But the the... the only egg dish I saw there was the Cuban frittata. 
everything else there. It was just like, oh, options? Options? Honey, so many options. I didn't even get to the Cuban frittata. This man hands me the menu. My eyes alight on the page. The first thing that jumps out to me, I will read it off of their menu. <clears throat> Bartolito. A handmade sweet plantain croquettes, pork stuffing, black bean puree, and goat cheese. Well, now... We all knew what I was ordering instantly. <laughs> I really didn't know what you were ordering. Uh, I was so torn. That was the first thing my eyes alighted on. Me and the- then everything else sounded delicious. Uh, I, I didn't know if I wanted to get an appetizer. I think that's why you're going to find that a lot of time we will share uh, certain options. <laughs> so when she went with the Bartolito, I was like, okay, this is going to be a new experience for the both of us. Because me, my eyes jumped to like the ceviche. Uh, I was looking at that ceviche. Uh, uh, I was looking at the aguacate relleno. Um, oh, there was so much that I was looking these at. Puerto Rican guys, did you hear that? Um, please. Uh, my. All, all the real, mm. you know, all, all my Spanish-speaking yeah. people out there know that I sound mad white as I'm trying to <laughs> say that. So let's not. <laughs> um, even the Papa Rellena, that was that it's was uh, sticking out in my head right now. To not to sound like stop a it, man. stop it, stop it, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I was also um, arrested, arrested. See, I'm trying to join you um, <laughs> by the empanadas, like. I am a week for empanadas. So, um, if you don't know where CCNY is, CCNY is located in on in like the heart of Harlem. And so, as a college person, half of what supported me during my college life was the local empanada spot. I did not know about empanadas until I hit college. So it's just like every time I find a good empanada from anywhere, I'm just like empanada. Let me get that. And they had. Hold on. Let me. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Empanadas de pollo. Baked savory puff pastry shell. Braised bell and Evans chicken. Mango habanero sauce. What is a bell and Evans chicken? Mango habanero sauce. I just wanted to roll in that. Give me a bed of those patelitos and I will sleep and eat and be covered in them. It'll be beautiful. No, that said, though, you did choose the bartolito. I did, and it was impeccable and delicious. It it was nothing like what I expected it to be. I have had stuffed sweet plants in before, and I kind of thought that they were going to, like, take the soft banana and, like, cut into it and, like, pack it with meat. But this is not at all what they did. They It's like they took the maduros and they... They formed them into this perfect ball. They must have used a melon baller. And they stuffed the meat inside it. And they wrapped the savory plants in on the outside. And they, like, deep fried it. And the goat cheese was, like, because goat cheese can be bitter. Like, when I see goat cheese, I'm always given pause. Because I like goat cheese, but in measured amounts. Mm -hmm. So they had it, and it looked almost like tahini sauce the way that they had gotten this goat cheese together and they sort of squeezed it out on top of these perfectly shaped balls in like an s shape so you only got like a hint of the goat cheese with every bite and it was so perfectly proportioned like the flavors worked 
perfectly together and nothing was overwhelming. It was so amazing. Like if I could hand out Michelin stars, this place would have like <laughs> 50 of them. It would be like me throwing ninja shuriken at this place, me giving them Michelin stars. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I was lucky enough. I was fortunate enough to to have one of these. And I got to admit, I was impressed. Oh you know, uh, you give me the option between tostones and uh, maduros. I'm going to pick tostones any day. Oh, I'm not a sweet plantain guy. But I got to admit, this was like a nice little. It really was an appetizer. It was a nice little snack. You know, yeah. sometimes these. A delicious app- snack that I could have just eaten. Sometimes appetizers can be, oh, depending on how it's served, they can be almost like mini meals. Yeah. But this was definitely like, too much for me. I have a little it, belly. It, it can be. They can overstuff you. And some people like that. But this really it. was uh, a pre-meal snack. And it was great for sharing. Um, how, how many came? It was like three. four. It was three. Three. So we got three little pieces. And it was a great way to whet the appetite before we got to our main courses. Um, myself, I actually did get tostones. Uh, that was my Ooh, little side. They dish. were good too. Yeah, man. They 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 came. They were nice little little plantain discs, and <laughs> they were you know they they my my family make them a little thicker. These were flat, and normally at home when I have tostones, it's with uh, uh I'll, I'll get mayo ketchup. And that'll be my dipping sauce. Wow, I don't but, even use dipping sauce with tortones. I salt them and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I sprinkle some salt on them. You could tell that the restaurant ascribed to the cut and smash technique of, yeah. fly, of frying plantains. So, they were they were flatter discs. I personally like that. It results in a crispier plantain. But when I make them at home, I also cut them thicker. Yeah. Yeah, but but I didn't mind what what was there because it was again it was a nice uh, uh, portion size, uh, even though it wasn't particularly maybe uh, uh, the right thickness. They were still a good size and enough so to share. Yes, and talk about the dipping sauce. They were garlic totones. Yeah, they they gave us a a, a mojo with uh, garlic. That was very it was very good. Um, it was. Oh my god. And, it uh, had to have some kind of hint of lemon in it. It wasn't just oil and garlic. No, no, no. Mojo has uh, different flavors like some citrusy flavors uh, going on. Uh, very much like, you know, when you were talking about adobo earlier that it's uh, uh, numerous things that we take that we use together anyway it's like a time saver mm-hmm. mojo is uh it is the oil it is garlic it is citrusy flavors and that's included uh that's what's uh a lot of restaurants cuban restaurants will serve that with tostones so it's just not the way i ate them at home see see you see what happens when two ethnic people from different backgrounds just get together <laughs> i just learned something and what i learned is spanish people are better at saving time than black people <laughs> we're doing all the same things spanish people are just making a sauce of all the shit that they use all the time and putting it together i've never heard of this i tasted the dip and i was like oh shit these niggas got the oil and they got the garlic. They clearly sprinkled a little salt and pepper in here. There's some lemon. There's something else. <laughs> I like this. Well, 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 I'm not speaking from experience. I never did any of the cooking. And I told you that uh, even when I had it in my house, that wasn't the way that my family made it. But it is something that is traditionally, you know, you'll, you'll see them in a lot of American cuisines. This is brilliant, man. Oh, stop it. This, this paragon of just 
dudes. So <laughs> I, I hope that by telling you about the appetizers, we've wet your appetite because now we're about to get into the main course. Oh my God, those were just the appetizers. <laughs> Honey, when you got to this food, baby, first of all, ahem, as the resident just thought in the room, we definitely got the half picture of sangria. And might I say that that sangria was excellent. It's a. It was uh, a little pricier than I would have expected. Uh, they they served both uh, in glass. They served half pitcher and full pitcher, and I was not disappointed with what I got. And I would recommend getting the full pitcher, even if it seems a little pricey, Just because you will get through that half pitcher so quick in no time. We wanted the full pitcher, but niggas was not trying to spend fifty thousand dollars. It, 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 was, it, was, it was close to 50 it was, it was like about 46 bucks I believe for a pitcher of sangria um, Which I thought Was a bit much I'm not saying that the quality of the sangria wasn't worth it It was very good And looking back I probably would have got the full pitcher Looking at How fast we went through it So that <laughs> means when we go again Oh we, we getting a full pitcher we go again Getting the full pitcher As girlfriend my toes are curling about this <laughs> if if you are not a sangria drinker, um, there was a very good wine list. There was a lot of options there. They had cocktails as well, and they have a full bar um, also available to you. So if you really just want, you know, your 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 whiskey, your tequila, your beer, how, however you prefer to drink, the options are available to you. Yes, and I believe that they're now. I might just be talking out of my ass because I did not do a lot of looking into this. But I believe that if you're like a non-alcoholic drinker, that there are also a couple of pretty cool things that you can grab there as well. I definitely love grabbing a drink when I go out. Never speaking from the alcohol-free perspective. (laughs) (laughs) I want my sangria. I am a lover of wine. But but you're teasing us, though, because we I I, I thought we were getting into the, the main course. And, and, and now you've pushed us back into our sangria. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it needed to be spoken on that sangria. It was No, very I'm glad good. you brought it up. I'm glad you brought it up. But but you got this lechon asado. And I was going to start by talking about your ropa vieja. Oh, who, so, 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 so should I start then? Yes. All right. So let's get into the ropa vieja. Oh, my um, God. It's their house specialty. Uh, ropa vieja is... Uh, Traditional. I don't even know if I want to say traditional, if that's the right word. Uh, but it's it's something that is native in Cuba and a lot of, uh, you know, Puerto Rico has it. South American countries have it. And Alicia's showing me what a ropa vieja is, but I know what oh. it is. I, <laughs> I, I was trying to be helpful, you know, like behind the scenes, you can't always tell. But like we have like written messages that we say to one another. And so I'm like pointing to the laptop screen like, yes, baby, look, I have the description for you. And he's just like, no, I'm Spanish. <laughs> Fine. Ropa Vieja roughly translates to old clothes. Uh, and uh, if you look at the picture that uh, I took and if you got to look at the bowl itself, uh, it kind of looks like it too. <laughs> Does it? I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's basically how it got its name is. I was going to ask you that. How it's got its name is uh, there's a legend that this old broke penniless man had no clothes 
and he he I mean he had no food. He only had the clothes on his back, and so he shredded them and uh, put them in a pot and started cooking his own clothes. Started making a stew. Said, wow. Uh, said, said a prayer over them, and a miracle happened. Boom. Ropa vieja. That's like a fairy tale. <laughs> wow. Yeah, a little folklore for you. Um, yeah, and and it's it's a very old it's a very old meal. It dates back centuries, and it, it's my first time actually having it uh, here at this restaurant. It's like uh, when you say your mama put her foot in the food. You know that bitch didn't put her <laughs> toes in the food, but that food good though. Now, if it's your first time ever hearing that phrase, it was my first time hearing it when she first said it to me, too. I was like, wait, what? Who put, I put my foot, foot in it? it? I, I gave him the food. I was like, oh, I put my foot in it. His whole family was like, oh, I don't know if we, I don't know if we should partake. And I'm just like, oh, God, y'all ain't never been black. It's okay. But uh, uh, the ropa vieja, I really didn't know what I wanted to order. Uh, I was stuck between this and uh, the camarones because it was... Uh, that's made with like a Creole sauce. Uh, and I was really curious about that. When I spoke to our waiter, Israel, what up, Israel? Uh, I looked at him and I was like, yo, yo what brother, up, Israel? I'm torn. It's, it's either this ropa vieja or the camarones. And he looked at me like, man, this ain't even an option. Zero hesitation. <laughs> like he looked at me like I was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that man is a born and bred Cuban. Discussion point. Our waiter was Cuban. Everything he said just sounded very Spanish. And, you could barely and, understand him. He was like speaking through a mouthful of foreign sexiness. If 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 we if we if we're talking, if we gonna have an Israel <laughs> section right now, Israel was really trying to like seduce us because he was either <laughs> he, was, he was either intentionally sexy at all times, he was. or he's really shy because dude spoke in a whisper. That was oh the only. If I have God. any complaint, you had about to lean Israel, in to know what Israel was is, saying. <laughs> Izzy, my man. Like, I'm trying to buy food from you. Speak up. And, but he knows no other way. He, yo, <laughs> he was the baddest waiter. He was just like this studly Cuban man who's just arriving with the most delicious food I've ever had outside of La Cabana. But but he he suggested the ropa vieja and, instantly, and and, I, and I'm not surprised. It's their specialty. It's it's Cuban cuisine at its finest, and I wasn't disappointed. Um, it's I'll be honest. I've never had this particular dish. I've had variations of it because it it tasted like home to me, even though I've never had it. Because uh, I'm I'm someone who grew up eating beef steak, uh, beef stew. Sorry. So it have being familiar with beef stew and the flavors, uh, it's it's familiar to me and I love it. The sauce was, was a nice thickness. The meat was tender, and I really feel like that's the difference, uh, a key thing for me. Because you're a key thing for me. Oh, stop! The the <laughs> the, 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 the the like beef stew. It's meat is tender, but it's not pulled apart for you already. So here, as you're sticking each fork into the ropa vieja, it just 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 floats <laughs> onto your fork, and you take it to your mouth, and you're just like home. It just mm-hmm. feels so good, and, and uh, I could definitely recommend that. Came there were with so many. That's what she said. I just passed on just now. Whatever. <laughs> and I don't know why you you must be. Uh, 
an insubordinate. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> That's I don't my know. entire personality. What are you asking me? <laughs> Why are you an insubordinate? Like, I don't know. I exist. <laughs> but uh, came with a side of white rice and this black uh, black beans with black bean sauce. Ooh, and, I uh, stole so many of that man's black. Beans. So good. Those black beans were ridiculously good. I was definitely like exercising my full girlfriend abilities and robbing his black beans because it was worth it. Hunty, yes. Yeah, it, it, she actually stole more of the beans from me than than the like Roma anything beans. else. I don't yes. know why. It was so good. I didn't want to take your main main dish well, thank you. over much, so I I <laughs> decided to. Gently OD on your beans. Well, you had a wonderful dish of your own. Oh my god. Okay. So please hold. I need the outline, if not you. So <laughs> I got the lechon asado. Now, this is traditional roast pig, marinated in 24 hours, slowly roasted overnight in Cuban style with mojo, garlic mojo, yuca, and moros. So so good. It it was so just succulent like it was pulled pork and it was just it just the flavors just burst in your mouth so so good i got rice and beans that came with it and it was really funny because i got rice and beans and he got white rice with a side of beans and i dumped more of his beans onto my rice with beans because beans so, <laughs> <laughs> that's I all the explanation a, you need don't need another reason beans, beans. <laughs> so good so um that was Freaking excellent. Um, I had a couple of leftovers, so I happily ate more of my lechon asado just the other day. It was amazing. Like, and I feel bad because I, I even have less to say about it than you had to say about yours. It was just, as a person who used to be 300 pounds, you can trust me when I say that that food was good, okay? I am a black woman. I used to be a fat black woman. I can cook my ass off. I know what's up in the goddamn kitchen. This food was perfect. I do not lightly say that I would throw Michelin stars like shuriken at this place. Like, they deserve it. Like, oh, and that's just... The pig, like if you, like if you've ever had like penny, like it was almost like that, but it was seasoned differently. And I've seen penny served in a couple of different like sauces, and this didn't have ornita sauce. It was actually just succulent enough so that you could just eat it. And what was exciting to me when I saw because I had mentioned that I was having trouble picking my meal. Mm -hmm. You know, we looked over that menu and oh my god, I almost got the so robaya. And, and, and see, that's the thing. I, I almost got the lechon, uh, and when you ordered it, I was like, "Cool, I can just taste some of hers. Mm -hmm. I I don't have to order this because she's gonna get it, and we gonna we gonna share. We are gonna do that couple thing." Yeah, but. One of the reasons why is like, yo, they roast this over 24 hours. They're already oh, cooking the 24 this. 24-hour roast. Like, they're cooking this before you even thought about going here. It's the you know? mind <laughs> could orgasm. That would have been my second of the day. It, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it, it was really exciting, and I was looking forward to it, and being able to get a piece of it, it was, mm, it was good it's stuff. It's so good. Um, and like... The yuca was amazing. So for my black and Caribbean friends who don't know about yuca, you only think you don't know about yuca, we in the other island call it cassava. So that cassava was on point. Like, we, uh, 
eating in there, man, like, we don't need potatoes. They keep telling us potatoes are bad for us, like the white potatoes as a starch. We don't need that. Yucca exists. Cassava <laughs> exists. Yucca fries are delicious. And this yucca, they weren't french fries. It was like, I can't, I don't even know how they cooked it. They must have, like, it was, it was like they boiled it and salted it and chopped it or they sauteed it in some kind of sauce because a girl this food was so so good like the yuko was almost my favorite part except there was also pork and i've been black my whole life like it was it was hard figuring out like what to put in your mouth first the only thing about this dish that stood out to me as a jarring flavor that I didn't particularly like. They had some onions on the dish, and I believe that they must have been pickled in something because they were red, and they didn't look like red onions to me. They looked like onions that were tinted, and I didn't like the flavor of those onions. Really? No. They, it was, a, and I almost liked it. I needed it in a smaller dose maybe if they had diced the onions and spread them evenly they were sliced the onions and i'm a person who likes onions like i'm not shy about them so i scooped up a bunch of onions and stuck them in my face and it was just not the flavor i was expecting it was a more vinegary flavor and i was just that's surprising me because I like, I like that style of onions here in NYC. We affectionately call that the Dominican breakfast. Mm. You get the uh, you get the mofongo. You get uh, uh, I'm sorry. You get the mangu. You get uh, although you can get mofongo. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you know you get the onions, the yuca. That that all comes together. Uh, uh, you might get some fried cheese. I do usually uh, get it from Spanish spots. I don't like it. Wow. Just the onions. Just okay. the onions. Okay, and I no tried judgment. it. And I tried to Slight like judgment. it. Yo. And I went back the next day and I ate some and I found that I liked them a little better after they'd been soaking in the other sauces for a while. But mm. they were just, it was a slightly sour taste and a slightly acidic taste in the food that I felt didn't belong there. But that might be. I don't think it was badly executed. I just did not like it. And I have discovered that using acidity to cut through savory flavors is something that Spanish people just do. I was hanging out with my Dominican friend and I was making some kinds of food. We were making a pizza together and she was just like, oh, we should add a splash of lemon so that we can cut through the acidity. And I'm like, false we're not gonna add any lemon to my pizza sauce <laughs> one we're not doing that two tomato is acidic this is it we don't need any more acidity in the acidic thing like it's okay i hear what you're saying and that's valid but you're thinking of pineapples on pizza and we're not doing that right now <laughs> <laughs> they don't belong there were you but you there. were pleased with your meal. Oh, yeah. I was definitely pleased. Those onions did not detract, not at all, from the overall quality of the meal to me. I just didn't eat them shits. Like, <laughs> it was a little bit of a shame. I do like onions. Like, I wanted to eat them. I get it. Me, me personally, I enjoy them. So if you're if you're like me, I recommend you know giving them a shot. That's you a ten like out of them, ten. Just leave them to the side. Yeah. By this point in the meal, though, Alicia and I are normally getting stuffed. However, we've managed to somehow save room to share a little dessert. Oh my god, it was so good. 
we they, we had some options there. There was some flan, some tres leches. Uh, you the know. flan was probably impeccable, and I want to go back and taste the flan, and even though I'm lactose intolerant, because honey, you only live once. There was uh, a brownie with a, with a cocoa sorbet. Ooh, I'm weak to brownies, um, and cocoa is, like, so good. And uh, I believe there was also a mango ice cream. I I, I don't oh, recall. I, I might have been that. guessing that one. I'm weak to <laughs> But uh, we ended up getting churros. Oh my god, the churros! Now they I were did, so did. good. I've had churros at another spot before, and it was they were worth it. I didn't know what to expect. I tried to get my man Izzy to explain. Israel was uh, uh, he he got the number wrong, <laughs> but I was actually surprised that he got the number wrong because I asked how many churros are coming on this thing. Hold on, baby, let me stop you. It wasn't there is a mango sorbet, but what you were torn on was the guava cobbler. Oh, I forgot all about the yo. I want it. I want it. I wish you could see its face. I want it. He remembered that guava cobbler was like, oh shit, back the train up for stops that guava cobbler. <laughs> you know, some some people aren't fans of tropical fruits. Um, I don't like guava. If if it's not something that you're, you know, if you're an apple, great banana person, you may not be familiar with <laughs> the more tropical fruits. Even though bananas a tropical fruit, and I guess I should take that back. But whatever. Um, but guava is something that I enjoy. And uh, when I saw that there was cobbler, man, I eat peach cobbler, blueberry cobbler. So I like good. cobbler, man. So do I. So when I saw a guava cobbler, I was like, pass it on. Yeah, we, we're definitely going yeah, back. Definitely um, going to try that out uh, another time. Yeah, definitely. But we um, got the churros. That's the what churros we, con tres salsas. Yes, three different sauces. Three different sauces. It was a caramel. There was a chocolate. And there was kind of like a cheese one, like no. a cheese pastry puff? It, I, I don't think it was cheese. He didn't explain what any oh, of the no. sauces were. It tasted a lot like... Um, That's milk, you were saying, like... Uh, the sweet the sweet milk that y'all Spanish niggas be eating. You know what I'm talking about. That sweet and condensed milk in the store. It tastes That sweet and condensed milk is off trap. <laughs> because... <laughs> I, I taste no difference between what I was dipping my churro into and opening a can of sweetened condensed milk in the store. It was that. It, that's yeah. That's exactly what it was. Like, it, meaning it's good enough to eat out of the can after dipping a churro into it. Stay away from sweetened condensed milk, my friends. <laughs> it's, or, or dip right into it. Because it so good. that's ended up like we had three options and... Uh, I'm a big fan of caramel. Alicia really enjoys chocolate, and yet it was that condensed milk that we ended up dipping the most into. And see, his viewpoint is a little skewed because that was his favorite, and he was very focused on it. And we finished out that sauce at the end, but I was double and triple dipping into that fucking caramel. The caramel was my favorite sauce. It took the cake for me. I exclusively dipped my churros into it i tasted all three of the sauces i went back a couple of times for the con leche yes is what it tasted like yeah so i i went back for the con leche but the caramel it the caramel is what was done first like it was because i enjoyed caramel too but i really just ignored that chocolate and that's not to say i don't like chocolate i i just uh, preferred the other two. Cho- I felt like the chocolate was a melted dark chocolate, and I'm more of a milk chocolate gal myself. There was like that hit of bitterness in the back. I, I just I agree, but also feel that chocolate is uh, because there's so many different ways that it could be prepared, and so many 
things that could be paired with it. Yeah. That it might have needed some, a little salt. I just feel some some pairings are better than others. And I'm not someone who likes uh, chocolate donuts, so to speak. Or, yeah. Um, I didn't even know, think of that. I don't normally go for chocolate donuts. You know, I love me a chocolate mousse. Huh. You know, chocolate bars. Uh, uh, so it's not that I don't like chocolate, but on this particular, you know, given the option of what I'm dipping my my, my churro in, <laughs> it's either going to be that caramel or, or that That's uh, what he said. Or that milk. Ba-bam. I, I, are you, are you, are, I feel victimized. Will, will you stop you assaulting me? these things that just, oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to dip my churro Because I'm dipping my churro. You better cut this out. <laughs> Sorry. So what are your thoughts on the pricing now that we've gone from appetizers to dessert? So... If you're going to go to this restaurant, you want to be prepared to spend a certain amount of money. New York money. Um, I don't think it's overly expensive. I do for think New York that, niggas. No, no, for real. I, I, I think when you when when you have the impression that restaurants are expensive, that uh, uh, you stop yourself from going in and keep yourself from enjoying food without realizing that there are affordable options there for you. Yeah. Uh, on the brunch menu, even though there's things that we pointed out for our own personal preferences, there were sandwiches there. I, I was looking at the Cuban sandwich myself. He is weak for Cuban sandwiches. I really am. Um, and, and anytime I could get it at a restaurant, it's normally a different experience. Personally, I like getting them from bodegas with diners in them because it's just going to be a little greasier, and, and I kind of like that. But I also <laughs> like getting it from restaurants where... Uh, the ingredients are a bit fresher as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have options there that are, uh, you know, 15 to $20 options. But if you're looking for a meal, you're going to find yourself spending about uh, whew, anywhere from 20 to $40. Um, per person. Are, are, and considering that we got, yeah, per person, considering that we each got... Uh, an appetizer or an accompaniment. Some and that half pitcher. That half pitcher, <laughs> the dessert. This ran us plus tax and tip around 135 bucks. Right. And, you know, I, I would like to specify, based on some things happening on my other podcast, we might get listeners that are not New York-based. You have to understand that this, that when he and I say, oh, it wasn't that much or it was kind of on the expensive side, we mean by New York prices. True. New York is True. one of the most expensive places to live, okay? This was $100 worth of food, all right? And maybe if you don't live here, that's wallet-breakingly expensive. For the average New Yorker, that's just I decided to eat out and get a little fancy, okay? Right. You can, with, my, with my date, you can easily drop $100 in these restaurants, especially the food is in quality, which I have to say that it was. So please know that going forward with this podcast, we live in New York. (laughs) The beast that we are in the belly of is New York City. Okay? And it's an expensive and bougie-ass beast. All right? Yes, it is. We attacked this beast today, and it cost us $100, but we came away with our bellies full, and we would, in fact, go back, and we've said that several times over the course of this episode. There are more things 
things there I want to try. Yeah, like, we only went for brunch. We only went for brunch. And, like, just taking a cursory look at the lunch menu, the first thing that just jumps out to me, ooh, listen to this, vaca frita al mojo agrio, pan-fried shredded Prime black Angus skirt steak, red onions, cilantro, Seville orange, and mojo. I want that. And that is a $26 meal, folks. So don't get got. Get your money up and come to this place. And if you live in New York, you know what it is. Any up your bread and come eat. I mean, that could be a separate conversation, but really there's uh, things that you can do to save yourself some money. Uh, if you don't want to <laughs> get the half picture, uh, I mean, if you if you're someone who you know you don't want to get a picture, just get yourself uh, you know your own bottle, uh, get yourself a little beer. Yeah, you can pregame before you even arrive. Always pregame. Um, if you're not trying to buy the drinks there, you know, if you want to just wait and have dessert at home, there are ways to save money. You don't have to have you know don't have to spend that much. But from appetizer to dessert, that is what we ended up spending, yep. and I don't regret it. The meal was worth it uh, in my eyes. Yeah. Just know that you are going to have to spend a little bit. Oh, and I would just like to add a pro tip here. If you wanted a sangria, didn't want to pay for it at the restaurant, and don't want to miss out, buy yourself your favorite red wine, get some unflavored brandy throw some sprite in that bitch and have a and have a sangria on your own <laughs> some poppy in my local liquor store told me that that the key was adding sprite and you know what <laughs> i have uh taken a couple of homemade sangrias to beach trips and gotten many compliments on my homemade sangria oh my this god this is true i've had did some. you make this i did make it and i added sprite that Sprite does it. You didn't miss out on shit. Make it yourself, sis. You can do it. I believe in you. You, sir, who kind of wants the girly drink, make it now. Don't tell anyone. Just have it. Well, that's a great recommendation. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, Alicia. And thank you all for listening to our very first episode of Belly of the Beast. If you are interested in going to Victor's Cafe, it is at 236 West 52nd Street in the Theater District of Manhattan. Do check it out. We both recommend it. Highly. And before we go, if you go to Victor's Cafe based on this episode, please like, comment, and share Belly of the Beast content. Pop in on us and tell us what you ate. Recommend what you think we should eat next. Join us. You have survived the belly of the beast. Yes. And until next time, we will be here. I'm Lewis. I'm Alicia. And we're in the belly of the beast. <laughs> <laughs>